0: It's the Faye driver. We are driving the electric car today. I'll just turn it on. There you go. Pretty, pretty non, <laughs> non responsive uh, uh, waking up of the car. Open the garage. I am on my way today to go help Mother Anderson, um, who is getting new carpet. And I'm just helping her finish up. We took the carpet out of her house this weekend Um, and uh, what am I doing here? Close the garage door. Okay. We took the carpet out of her house this weekend except I did not bring all the proper tools so I'm going back today with my scrapers. To uh, scrape up all the glue for the underlay. So that's what I'm off to do today. Now, we have a few exciting things to talk about today. One being... Do you remember Brenda Boo? Does anybody recall this woman named Brenda Boo? She had a podcast. She was on a show called Lotzel, Life on the Shit List. Sometimes she'd appear here on Drive Time Tanopa, And she had other various uh, podcasts. Not quite a cat lady. I don't know. I think she might have had another one too. Can't quite remember. Anyway. uh, Oh, I need my sunglasses. Holy macaroni. The sun is out today. (coughs) We had our first snow here too. So it's been snowing a little bit. Which is kind of nice to see. It's Here it's now the middle of or the third week of November. Um, So I'm surprised we haven't seen more snow. Anyway, back to Brenda. Now, Brenda used to live in Washington State, and she moved to... to, she, 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 She... Oh, first of all, Brenda lived in Iowa, and she left Iowa in this rusty old 1999 Chevy S10 pickup you know it's the tinier pickup with a V6 engine and a red camper top not a camper top a canopy she calls it a topper I don't know what that what the hell that's all about it's a canopy on the back of her truck she loaded up all her belongings and Uh, drove all the way to Washington State. My window's dirty. This whole car is dirty actually. My very white Tesla is very dirty and it just, I just cannot just makes me cringe. Um, Do you hear that rattling back there? That's the parcel shelf in this. You know, I knew these Teslas were going to be trouble. (laughs) The rattling parcel shelf and it's not like it's not a hatchback there's a it's a full trunk so they didn't clamp down or glue down or screw down the parcel shelf properly and it rattles away oh it's just like oh it just drives me crazy I got to fix that um, so she comes to Bellingham in this 1999 Chevy truck she lives there for five or six years I don't know how long decides it's time to move on in her life. She goes to Florida. She drives this freaking truck with more of her her, her, her belo- personal belongings. <clears throat> All her life's possessions goes down to Florida in this truck and then goes to Iowa in this back to, now she's back in Iowa now with this truck. My god, you guys, this truck. I Worried about this truck The day I met this truck Was like Uh I think, Are you sure you don't want another vehicle I couldn't convince her to buy another vehicle You know Buying vehicles is expensive I get that But this truck Like Uh, uh You know there's On the front of a suspension Of a of any, any vehicle these days You have what's called a Um sway bar and and the sway bar is attached by two connectors called down links that come down to the, the, uh, the basically the frame of the front wheels and the whole point of a sway bar is when you know when you take a really hard corner you, your your vehicle will sway or will lean over to one side or the other and the point of the sway bar is when one, when the one the outside tire, which is really extending the suspension, is extending really low, the sway bar will transfer that the movement of that suspension over to the other side to reduce the amount of of sway or lean that uh, the vehicle does in when you're cornering. Well. The sway bar was not in any way connected to the down links, to of the, of the suspension on this vehicle. So, and not to not that's not all. The uh, the uh, the frickin tie rod ends were all out of whack. I'm sure the steering was the alignment was out of whack on this vehicle. Um, the entire underside of this truck was just rust. The frame was all rusty. I have never seen so much rust on a vehicle in my life. And I lived in Vancouver at the time, home of rust and, and <laughs> corrosion. <laughs> this truck was bad. And, you know, the, Like the, you could drive the steering, you'd get in it, you'd drive the steering wheel and the steer you like there was like 2 or 3 inches of play at the top dead center of the steering wheel. This car was scary. Um But Brenda didn't mind. She drove this truck for s- 7 or 8 years. Um and I was afraid the entire time. I was afraid for her life. <laughs> And then she goes traveling across the country three times, you know, long 18, 2,000 mile journeys in this freaking truck. She told me by the time she got to Iowa, the tires, which w- we replaced the tires halfway through, like probably about four or three or four years ago. The tires were all the little, you know, all the little steel, the uh, the wires were showing through the the radial wire steel frame of the tire was was the tire was so worn that little flecks of steel were poking out the sides of the tire oh my god so anyway good news Brenda finally got rid of that truck and old, we're gonna have to call her Moneybags. Brenda now bought a brand spankin' new 2021, I think it is, a 2021 or a 2022, I'm not sure, Hyundai Venue. Now the Hyundai Venue is a small SUV. I wouldn't really call it an SUV. It's more of a crossover, but you know, it looks like it's the shape of an SUV. And so what's this guy doing? Are you gonna accelerate or not? I'm gonna take you in a little white Dodge, something or other, cutting up in front of me here. Um, so she's got herself a brand new Hyundai Venue, uh, the Venue, a uh, little small SUV, four door, you know, like uh, tiny SUV with probably a 1.6-liter four-cylinder engine and um, brand spanking new. She she said something like 200 miles on it when she drove it off the lot. So we must give congratulations to Brenda on the purchase of her brand-new Hyundai Venue. Um, It's a lovely little car, blue really nice gray interior gray and white interior she says she has a backup camera and a GPS and there's probably a lot of other features that she hasn't even figured out yet and never will because she's never gonna read that manual I just know there'll be no hope of her reading her owners manual uh, which I encourage everyone to always do when you get a new car read your manual. I've read my manual for this Tesla now like seven times and I still don't know some of the features of this car. So that's big news number one. Congratulations Brenda on your brand new car and I will be able to once again sleep at night knowing that you will be able to drive safely and uh, get from point A to point B. Um, you know, Brenda's doing pretty good for herself. She's got herself a recently renovated apartment, she's in a new job, she passed her probation, six-month probation, so they can't fire her now, and, uh, I think the day after she got her probation done, I'm going to buy a new car, and she just walked on a lot and spun around in a circle with her, with a blindfold on and pointed, and wherever she landed, that's what she bought. So, congratulations, Brenda. Boy, folks, am I going to hear it. I am going to hear about this, what I'm just saying here. Don't you worry. If If you don't get any other podcasts from me, it's because I've been strangled long distance from Iowa by Brenda. Okay, now, the other big thing that's happening here in British Columbia is we've had some severe weather and major flooding, uh... Uh, floods, floods and landslides which has taken out our major infrastructure um, such as all of the main roads that lead out of Vancouver up to the interior of the province where I live and uh, over to Alberta as well. So we've, we've really literally been cut off. The rail lines are down, the highways are down, and uh, you know, we i don't know. That's uh, those are. That's the that's the bulk of it. Um, in in the Lower Mainland, there's this area called Abbotsford and Chilliwack, um, where where the quack doctor's from. I I got to text the quack doctor too and see how he's faring. Um, he's not in in that area anymore, but I'm wondering how he's doing because he's also moved to the eastern interior of the province. I'm wondering if he's cut off like we are. So when this all started, uh, the hoarding started to happen again, just like at the beginning of the pandemic. Um, you would go to the grocery store and there's no vegetables, there's no milk, no eggs. Um, the toilet paper didn't seem to be affected, but I didn't I didn't really look for toilet paper. Um, but, uh, so we were getting a little worried here and everyone was saying, don't worry, like all the, like the, big, the big chain grocery stores were saying, don't worry, everything's fine, we got lots of supplies, we got lots of warehouses and blah blah blah. Um, but for a couple of days, people got a little mental and uh, we couldn't get milk, I couldn't get eggs, there was no vegetables. I went to the Costco. I've never seen such a bare Costco in my life. Um, they were out of all these things. Um, uh, so it was, uh, you know, I thought it might be a little dicey, but about four days after the big event, um, it seems like the stores were were properly stocked once again. So, But people, they get so crazy, right? And then of course, you, when I, for speaking for myself, when I heard, oh, we gotta, everyone's hoarding everything so then you, then I gotta go to the store and see if I can get the stuff that I want, no milk, no eggs, so it just perpetuates itself, you know, you hear, oh, people are hoarding now, so you gotta protect your own family and go and do your own version of hoarding, so it really is a strange phenomenon. And now, four days after the fact, the the stores are fine. We're still getting, we're getting our supplies because there is a link from Alberta to get the the primary supplies. And now as I speak to you, which is Monday, as I record this, the 22nd, I believe, November 22, um, we're starting to get those roads opened up. But we have this main significant highway called the Kokohala Highway which goes from Vancouver to the Central Interior, um, the hub where I live which is a hub um, and that road is going to be out for months. It's washed out in two or three places along with the railroad line that goes along with it. Um, uh, So that one major artery is done and dead and will remain dead for another two months. We have a couple of smaller arteries that come up into the the central interior hub and those are just now uh, getting reopened. So it's been a week since this major weather event. and uh, the supply lines are beginning to get opened up again and the main the one of the bigger rail companies here says that in another week from now they expect to have their rail lines open up again so you can imagine um, that uh, it's a little concerning when all of these major supply lines are cut off Um, But you know, I think the government is doing the right thing and they're going to get ever they're getting everything put back together again, from what I can tell. So I'm not really concerned myself. Uh, I think, uh, you know, we're under certain travel restrictions. You can't travel on some of these these, uh, roads that have been highly affected, except for essential travel. You know, it seems like it can be a little loose. What is essential travel exactly? But they're really wanting to get the trucks and the, and the supply lines, you know, the, the commercial goods uh, flowing again. So, so these roads are going to be off limits for a, for a, a good portion of time mm-hmm. until, uh, until we get all that set up again. But fear not because I have my wood stove for heat and we're able to, we were able to get some milk and some eggs. Um, so I'll be able to have my, um, my uh, complicated breakfasts uh, of eggs, eggs and sausage. Um, and Mr. Anderson can eat his cereal. And tomorrow we're going to go back into the bigger city to the Costco to see if the Costco has been replenished with milk and eggs and all the other good stuff that we're after. Oh, and the other major thing is that the gasoline, of course, there's a gasoline shortage because all the pipelines that supply all our gasoline all over the world are out. Uh, so there's everyone. They've been they shut down the pipelines uh, as a matter of uh, caution because um, some of them might have been wiped out by some of these major landslides, and. Uh, gasoline, and of course in the in the lower mainland there where the Abbotsford and Chilliwack, which I was going to talk about, is a major farm farming source of all of our uh, farm goods, like eggs, chicken, beef, and those guys have been absolutely, 100% flooded out. M- many of the poultry and um, Situations have died, there's, you got all these greenhouses growing lettuce and tomatoes and all this kind of stuff in that area, they're all flooded out. So we're going to see some significant uh, uh, problems with uh, probably a a lot of these goods that are going to be out down for the count. So we'll see how the prices are going to go skyrocketing here. And I know, uh, I think, I think Dr. Quack's family might be involved in some of that agriculture. I'm not entirely sure if they're still in it. Anyway, I hope everyone's okay. We did lose four people died in the slides that wiped uh, vehicles off the road. So, just had a Tesla. Here's a weird thing. Just had a Tesla drive by on the opposite... All these people who own Teslas, they think they're in some kind of motorcycle club because they all love to wave. Oh, you're a Tesla owner too? Oh, I'm a Tesla owner. Hi, Tesla owner. And that just drives me squirrely. Don't wave to me. I'm not waving to you and your stupid Tesla. Anyway, um, so it's been a little bit exciting here in in the British Columbia. Alright, so that's really all I got to say, just talking about some of the more exciting things going on, and uh, I haven't yet had to uh, open up the cement bunker that we dug into the ground six feet under, Uh, but uh, things are okay for now. We're doing okay. So, I am the Faye Driver. You can email me at podcast at pinkwheelnuts.com. You can find this show and other LGBTQ and LGBTQ-friendly shows at pride48.com. And I'll catch you on the flip side. Bye.